And that's what we have to do in this upcoming election is just get past this election and democracy has a chance to live forever, mm-hmm. but it also has a chance to die. Ah, yes. Well, you know, you, you want to have options, I guess. <laughs> it's Washington. We have to uh, we have to create options like live or die. Cat scratch fever. Ah, yes. Well, happy Tuesday and welcome back. It is a mad, 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 mad world out there. And the Democrat Party, also known as the left, driving an awful lot of it. And we've got more of the Donald Trump Soviet-style witch hunt ongoing. Former Trump campaign lawyer Jenna Ellis pleads guilty in Georgia election subversion case. CNN is very excited about this. The left loves to put all of their political enemies in prison everywhere in the world. And the left is here now. And, uh, you know, they've been election deniers from way, way back. They deny uh, every president, uh, presidential election they've lost in the, in the 21st century the Democrat Party has contested. And uh, and if you're a Republican and you contested, then the left, make no mistake about it, they're not liberals, they're the left, they will seek to arrest you and imprison you. They want to put you in prison because they're the left. And that's what they're up to. And now Jenna Ellis, former Trump campaign lawyer, Jenna Ellis pleaded guilty in the Georgia election subversion case to one count of aiding and abetting false statements and will cooperate with Fulton County prosecutors. Now, that's the uh, where President Trump was taken in and mugshotted, and that's the one where how many people die a year in that jail? It's like, honestly, it's uh, Alcatraz was safer than the Fulton County jail. It's like Devil's Island, this jail that they run down there. Prosecutors are recommending five years of probation. And for Ellis to pay $5,000 in restitution. Ellis delivered a tearful statement to the judge on Tuesday. That's today, just happened moments ago. While pleading guilty, disavowing her participation in former President Donald Trump's unprecedented attempts to overturn the 2020 election. Uh, They were not unprecedented and they weren't attempts to overturn their attempts to challenge and to clarify. And how many Democrats, how many Democrats... Um, in 2016, contested the election. How many? In the House of Representatives, just in the House of Representatives. How many Democrats contested? Um, There were 30-something, if I remember correctly, that contested the, uh, never mind that, the 2016, the results in Ohio. Am I right about that? I think that's uh, absolutely right. Um, but the, uh, the Democrats, you know, they don't have the Republicans trying to put them in prison for disagreements. The Democrats, because they're the left, they, uh, they try to put their political enemies in prison. That's what the left does everywhere in the world. Show me the man and I'll show you the crime, as Joseph Stalin's KGB chief, Leventi Beria, famously said. Just extraordinary. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm telling you. 
Uh, the Democrats said they were claiming in 2016 cheating in Ohio, and they wanted uh, recounts, and they wanted uh, all kinds of... Uh, but uh, that's okay, because information dominance, you know, the news media, just uh, just extraordinary. Our Democrat Party. What can we do to get rid of them? And they're anti-Semites, too. Big, big anti-Semites. The Democrat Party, and they're racists. And they exterminate 40% of the black population in the womb. But uh, pay no attention to that. What's the big? No big deal there. So we've got uh, we got some of that going for us. And that's, uh, now, uh, that what they uh, do is they threaten you with prison and then get you to cooperate. You will cooperate. And then we will see if you may go free. All right, let's get on to the anti-Semites, which Rashida Tlaib, uh, Rashida Tlaib is an anti-Semite. She's a Democrat member of the House of Representatives. She still says that the Jews hit the hospital in Gaza, hospital run by Baptists, by the way, because, you know, somebody's got to make stuff work. That's the thing about that. And Rashida Tlaib is calling for an independent investigation into Israel because she thinks they bombed the hospital. Never mind uh, what everybody says uh, and the video, including Al Jazeera's video. Then there's Ilhan Omar. She's a big anti-Semite, isn't she? Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar. And uh, they got uh, big anti-Semites. AOC, not a bright person, but an anti-Semite nonetheless. And, uh, and uh, it's, uh, it's good when you're a Democrat. All of this is fine. Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar and AOC, and there are more. In fact, there are mobs of them. Let's go to, I was just in the last hour talking about the Wansee Conference. The Wansee Conference, yeah, the Wansee Conference, um, where the, a group of Nazis got together and uh, at, the, at an estate in Wansee uh, in Germany outside of Berlin, and 15 men um, decided on the final solution, the final solution for what they called the Jewish problem. The Jewish problem, and that was the extermination of all of the Jews in Europe and uh, more broadly, the world, because, you know, the Socialist Workers' Party of Adolf Hitler, they were anti-Semites too. Uh, and, um, <clears throat> and now let's go to today's anti-Semites. The, in the United States, the Democrat Party, and they're, they're in cahoots with uh, people that call themselves Palestinians, there's really not a place called Palestine to make people Palestinians, but uh, the the Wansee Conference, where mostly men with PhDs got together January 20th of 1942, and uh, they had a little conference at an estate, a big, beautiful house. It's still there. You can go visit it. Orchestrated and led by an SS general by the name of Reinhard Heydrich, and uh, Heydrich and his uh, uh, this uh, bunch of men with PhDs got together and decided that uh, it was time to exterminate all of the Jews. They called it the final solution. Uh, the final solution of the Jewish question is the way they termed it at 1C that day, January 20th. That's Inauguration Day, 1942. Uh, and um, on that day, FDR was being inaugurated again, and uh, wasn't he? Is it 42? Yeah, I think that's right. And uh, January 20th, 
Now in the United States of America, a gang of white liberals in New York City were marching in the streets, darkness, and they were chanting. What were they chanting? They were chanting, there is only one solution. Here are the white liberals on the streets of New York. Uh, Last night or night before last, New York City. Eli Klein is a left-wing journalist that happened upon this, and uh, he has an ex-post. He posted the video of this happening in his New York City neighborhood where decent people used to live. Just came home to hundreds of people outside my apartment here in New York City calling for intifada, you know, the uprising of the bloodthirsty ghouls from hell calling for intifada, which, given recent events, may well be considered a call for mass murder of Jews. Never did I expect to see this kind of open anti-Semitism so close to home, says Eli Klein on X. Now, he's a a liberal and a Democrat, and um, he described it as an anti-Israel protest, mostly comprised of white far-left extremists in masks. What makes you think that they're far-left extremists? They're mainstream Democrats, honestly. Eli Klein is uh, a, uh, he self-describes as an art dealer, as a publisher, a New Yorker. And uh, he has the Eli Klein Gallery. And he's shocked, shocked, I say, to see this kind of behavior happening outside of his apartment in uh, New York City. And uh, now that, let's go, I want to play that again, because you got to listen to this chanting for Intifada, Intifada. And they're chanting, in the midst of this, they're chanting, there is only one solution. Intifada, Intifada. There is only one solution. Uh, I played audio of you or for you last week of a woman from Israel, in Israel, a, a young woman. Um, her name was Liel, still is, Liel uh, Slifer. And Liel Slifer, an, an Israeli girl, last week talking about the attacks on her country. Hamas will stop at nothing. They are using these people as pawns. They don't want a two-state solution. They want the final solution. They don't want a two-state solution. They want the final solution. You know, how is the Gaza not a two-state solution? 25, 26 miles of Mediterranean seafront real estate with beaches, and anybody would turn that into something beautiful, more than twice the size of Washington, D.C., the Gaza is. And uh, the West Bank is much, much bigger than that. But still, gargling in the blood of innocence is their thing. And the final solution of the Jewish question settled on at the 1C conference, January of 1942, the final solution, as it is known. And uh, a two-state solution had been established. You get this Mediterranean seafront 
property, 25 miles of it. You go 10 feet north of the Gaza, you're in Israel, and it's beautiful. And there are colored umbrellas and cafes, and everybody's having a nice time and wearing bikinis and listening to music and being normal and being happy. Then you go 25 feet to the south, and you're in the Gaza, the Gaza Strip. And it is a soot-covered, murderous hellhole because there are cultural differences. But the left in the United States of America, because of diversity, equity, and inclusion, has created a mindset, a construct, a world in which everyone is a victim if their skin isn't entirely European Caucasian. And ipso facto, the people with pale European Caucasian skin are the victimizers, and they're brutalizing the people of color who are, of course, brutalizing themselves and each other and everybody else around them, which is the reality. Uh, And also, ironically, the uh, Israelis 25 feet to the north are the ones that can generate electricity, purify water, provide fuel, food, and medical resources, which the poor victims of oppression apparently cannot do for themselves. Amazing. Just extraordinary. Now, here is, a, uh, here is an amazing uh, moment. Um, cringe, Cringe Jean-Pierre, at the White House yesterday, took a question from a reporter. The reporter asked about a new Harvard poll, a new Harvard study, a Harvard poll, Harvard-Harris poll, which shows that a majority of American college kids believe that killing Jews is justified. 51%, Harvard-Harris poll, 51% of college kids say that killing the Jews is just fine. A new Harvard-Harris poll just came out which showed that a slim majority, 51% of 18 to 24-year-olds in the United States think that the uh, violence in Israel can be justified by the grievance of Palestinians. I know that you've been um, unequivocal in saying that the president is going to denounce anti-Semitism. And, and he has. And he has. Yeah, um, blah, blah, blah. anything in particular that the administration uh, is planning to do to take this argument to those college students or the those younger generations who seem to be um, open to the idea that there are two sides? I, I don't have anything to, to lay out on any uh, She's got nothing on that. Uh, conversations or outreach that the president's going to do to uh, students. As you know, we have an office of public engagement here. Uh, we have other offices here at the White House that is constantly engaging uh, with uh, with communities, including the young community. I just don't have anything specific to your question uh, on the president's schedule to do that. Nothing specifics on your question. Um, that is your Democrat Party, and they're the ones that uh, created this monster on college campuses, this this fascist wave on college campuses in the name of liberalism and DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, has led to this. If you ever wondered how the German people, generally speaking, most of the time civilized people, were able to be swayed by the Nazi party into becoming genocidal maniacs, we're watching it happen right now. This is a tutorial in how Germany was swayed by the Socialist Workers' Party of Adolf Hitler. 
You know, CBDs are everywhere, putting CBD in everything these days. And my friends at Generic CBD have infused it into their number one best-selling, deep-penetrating muscle and joint cream. And let me tell you, this stuff is amazing. Take a look at all the reviews online. It melts right into your knees, your elbows, your shoulders, your back, especially those stiff hands, your fingers, your knuckles. goes to work in a matter of seconds, and even my best girl says it's a great moisturizer. The company is called Generic CBD. You've heard me talk about it before. They sell premium CBD products for a whole lot less cash. And right now, you can try their muscle and joint cream for free. For free. You pay $2.95 for shipping and handling, and that's it. But don't worry, it's not a subscription. There are no strings attached. They just want you to try it because they know you're going to love it, and you're going to buy more for mom and your coworkers and for everybody. Get your free sample at genericcbd.com. That's G-E-N-E-R-I-C-C-B-D, genericcbd.com. These products and statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, prevent any disease or illness. Yeah, we've got a rising tide in America that ought to be extremely disturbing. 51% of college students, these are adults now, and Democrat voters, of course, think Hamas's killing of 1,400 Israeli civilians is justified. That's their word. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. encouraged by Jewish professors to hide my Jewish star because to hide it. yeah if I don't feel safe like this is not how campus is supposed to be this is supposed to be a safe place for me this is not how Western civilization is supposed to be this is not how the United States is supposed to be this is all on the Democrat Party 100 percent the jihadis of course and the Democrat Party a new Harvard Harris poll just came out showed that a majority, they say a slim majority, a slim majority are are fascists, a slim majority of 51% of 18 to 24-year-olds in the United States think that violence in Israel can be justified by the grievance of Palestinians. Now, the Democratic Socialists of America, uh, Bernie Sanders is a member of the Democratic Socialists of America. There are other Democrat members of the House of Representatives that are members of the Democratic Socialists of America. They like to abbreviate it called the DSA. And in New York, it's the NYC DSA because everything has to be a code with the radical, murderous, blood-drenched left. You know, the Democrats. Here is the Fox News headline, Democratic Socialists of America founding member leaves over its, quote, morally bankrupt, end quote, 
response to Hamas attack. Democratic Socialists of America founding member Maurice Iserman, longtime leftist radical extremist, announced Monday he's leaving the organization for its response to Hamas's terrorist attack on Israeli civilians. Iserman, who is still described on the Socialist website as a founding member of DSA, penned a piece for The Nation, a radical left-wing baby-killing extremist, you know, mainstream Democrat publication, headlined, Why I Just Quit DSA. And at The Nation, everybody knows what DSA is, so you don't have to explain. I left to protest the DSA leadership's politically and morally bankrupt response to the horrific Hamas October 7 anti-Jewish pogrom that took the lives of 1,400 people, mostly civilians, and saw over 200 hostages carried off to Gaza, both groups of victims including children and infants. Well, you know, uh, Democrats are contesting that. They're saying, no, nobody was killed, and certainly not babies, and you have to, you know, bring the heads and slap them on the table before the Democrats will be convinced, and then they'll claim that you faked it. Its statement on October 7th, he continued, made no mention, let alone offering any criticism, of Hamas, declaring instead, today's events are a direct result of Israel's apartheid regime, a regime that receives billions in funding from the United States. That was the statement they put out at the Democrat Socialists of America. They're anti-American and they're genocidal anti-Semites, and some of them are Jews. NYC DSA, the New York City Democrat Socialist America, also co-sponsored a pro-Palestinian rally in New York City the day after the massacre where demonstrators burned and stomped on an Israeli flag and taunted Israel supporters with an image of a swastika. Several progressives, so-called, including lawmakers, subsequently condemned or renounced their membership in the DSA. I'm not aware of any of them doing that, but, uh, you know, it's the Palestinian resistance. Now, look, this is nothing new with uh, the left in the United States of America. Uh, Michael Piercy and I hung on to audio that we collected uh, a long time ago now. 2005, as a matter of fact, we collected this audio from a speaker who was at the time a college professor, and he was invited to speak at Howard University here in Washington, D.C., and his name was Camus Cambone, and Camus Cambone, a uh, uh, professor, he was invited on C-SPAN, he was invited to be on television and, uh, and to uh, share his wisdom. He's the author of books, Professor Cam- Camus Cambone, um, in 2005 at Howard University, proved that he, too, was a proud genocidal racist. The one idea is how we are going to exterminate white people because that, in my estimation, is the only conclusion I have come to. We have to exterminate white people off of the face of the planet to solve this problem. Yay! Not a rousing round of applause, but he got some applause at uh, Howard University. I wonder, 
you know, was uh, Kamala Harris in the crowd there because she went to school there in 2005. Uh, Professor Camus Cambone, he um, is, uh, you know, and always was a Democrat in good standing because he's a genocidal racist, which is just fine with the Democrat Party because of the Marxist construct of race, class, and gender. Just saying. This is your Democrat Party. Know your Democrat Party. If you're a Democrat, this is you. This is who you are. You may lie to yourself and to others and say, no, 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 that's not me, but that's you. Now, I've got another uh, fun one for you today. Um, Mediaite, radical left-wing extremist at Mediaite, they don't believe in anything good. They only believe in bad things. They've got a story today on Hillary Clinton and Heckler throw down over Biden's idiotic, warmongering Oval Office speech. Now, Hillary Diane Rodham Clinton, who is the former Secretary of State, got into it with uh, Heckler, uh, insisting that she comment on President Joe Biden's recent call to bundle aid to Israel, Ukraine, and Taiwan, tens of billions of dollars, and then, and then throw in some border security billions there, too. Um, because it's one of those corrupt Washington things that the news media participates in actively. Hillary Clinton was at Columbia University in New York City yesterday for an event that was titled Making Human Rights Come Alive. And then they all pitched in for Planned Parenthood to exterminate half the black population. But that's your Democrat Party. And it was uh, the... What is it that the, the uh, UDHR, they love uh, everything being abbreviated and turned into acronyms and abbreviations. Uh, just amazing stuff. The Universal Declaration of Human Rights, which no one's ever heard of, and it has had no effect at all. And it was uh, the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, uh, which was created 75 years ago. It's not in evidence anywhere, except maybe in the United States, but never mind that. So here is uh, Hillary Clinton trying to speak at Columbia University to praise some idiotic, completely ineffective thing called the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. And a Democrat stood up, um, seems to be a well-educated left-wing Democrat, an extremist, um, you know, which is normal. Uh, what do you, what do, when they're all extremists, what do you call the standouts? You know, it's like you got a room full of Nazis. You're going to call one of them an extremist? <laughs> but here it is, Hillary Clinton at Columbia University. Uh, Barack Obama went to school there. And, uh, and they had uh, the pro-genocide uh, rallies. And what, what did they, was that the library at Columbia University where they're yelling uh, for, you know, exterminate the Jews? The, uh, the Democrat Party has become a fascist party. And they're out of the closet now. Well, in that regard, anyway, they're still in the closet in a lot of other ways. Uh, but here's Hillary Clinton at Columbia University yesterday and a heckler. I, I can't, from, I'm sorry. You, you have a the, chance. Well, the, I'm not sorry. The, the hip, sit down. I, I know you're not sorry. People, That's the point. The hypocrisy of this talk. speech. The I'm hypocrisy of the fact that. What, what do you have? Can you please. Can you, can you please make a statement about President Joe Biden's speech? This is a clearly warmongering speech. 
President Joe Biden is calling for $100 billion of funding for Israel, Taiwan, and Ukraine, and we're supposed to just bundle these together and pretend like we're going to rush to World War III and we're all just going to let Hillary Rodham Clinton sit here. And, okay. I'm yes. sorry. You know, yes. this is not, what, what, this is not no, the way no, to no, have that, a conversation. I'm sorry. If you want to have a conversation, you're no, welcome to come you, talk to me can, afterwards. You can sit here. Okay, right. You're yeah, gonna, you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna wait for me, right? I, please, I, I, I don't. I do not believe you. I will listen to you. And I, do, I will respond. I do to not you. believe you. But Respectfully, right. I do not believe you. Well, and the fact just, of the matter is that the just, American people's voice are what need to be heard. Two yeah, Democrats. Because, because our president is not speaking for the American people, and well, neither are that's you. That's your opinion. That's your opinion. Yes, that's my but, opinion. But well, then sit down. We've heard your opinion. Thank you very much. That's uh, Hillary. That that's how she is around the dinner table with Bill too. She sounds exactly that way at home around the dinner table because uh, Democrats and the guy is there to accuse Democrat left wing idiot sock puppet uh, poser President Joe Biden of being a warmonger uh, for funding the war in Ukraine. Nobody's calling for a peace agreement. Nobody's calling for a ceasefire. Nobody's calling for a cessation of hostilities in Ukraine. The military-industrial complex and Joe Biden and the Democrat Party are uh, running the show there. But the uh, the angry lefty, which is redundant, isn't it, uh, is yelling at Hillary Clinton because he wants her to condemn Joe Biden's warmongering speech. And this is this is all perfectly normal now. And it's all because of the Democrat Party. All of it. What, what I want to hear is 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 what some Please of us are down. on Team America, despite our flaws and our yes, problems. Yes, yes, that, that's me. Yeah, um, I, I think it was a reference to the movie Team America, the, uh, the, the puppet movie, which is hilarious. It is the gold standard of uh, puppet movies, I've got to say. And, um, you know, good for, uh, good for that guy for going and raising hell. That's what he wants to do. Um, is that it from Hillary and the uh, it's, uh, Unamas? Unamas, as they say at the White House. I'll okay. respond. What I have done is I have asked Hillary Rodham Clinton right. to denounce the president's openly warmongering, suicidal, idiotic speech. And that's I'll give what you I've answer. I will that's not what do I've that. done. So that's the end of I, our conversation. Okay, but sir. I'll still meet you I outside. Need your but you're done right now. Okay. I'll meet you outside, and he's like, "Yeah, you're going to meet me outside after the thing, right?" And, and uh, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. That's uh, that's Hillary Clinton. That's your Democrat Party. Um, that's Hillary's life, and it's the life she deserves. Maybe a little better than what she deserves. All right, let's go back to cringe and the White House. Um, mm, 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 mm. Um, a reporter again, cringe, and the reporter, a reporter, asked about the Harvard Harris poll. Fifty-one percent of young Democrats being brainwashed on college campuses, believe that the Jews deserved the massacre because that's what the left teaches. And Herr Hitler's Socialist Workers' Party would be proud. Uh, reporter with cringe at the White House. A little anti-Semitism or, 
or is it Islamophobia? Does the president view anti-Israel protests and sentiment on college campuses as anti-Semitism? So look, I'm not going to get into what's not happening get across the country and at different universities. Not going to get into the specifics. As yeah, the what is that? Your job or something? Right, right. That's what something peaceful protest is really uh, part of part of our democracy. Being able for folks to to uh, to be able to express their feelings. I'm not going to get into any. She's not going to uh, get into uh, you know specifics. On that. She's not going to get into any of that. Uh, that uh, Democrats and uh, and she he just put the question of fifty one percent of twenty of eighteen to twenty four year olds uh, think that the Jews deserved the massacre. The White House briefing. What is his level of concern right now about the potential rise of anti semitism in light of everything that's going Listen to on this. in Israel? So a couple of things. Um, look. Um, uh, we have not seen uh, any credible uh, threats. I know there's been always questions about uh, credible threats, uh, and so I uh, just want to make sure that that's out there. But look, uh, Muslim and those perceived uh, to be Muslim have endured a disproportionate uh, number of hate-fueled attacks. They haven't seen any evidence of any anti-Semitism um, because they don't watch Newsmax and they don't watch Fox News. They watch MSDNC. So they live uh, blissfully ignorant lives. There were a couple of mothers on the Fox News channel this morning, uh, and they, their kids go to school. Uh, independent voter Eliza Licht, it's number 10, uh, number 10, soundbite number 10, uh, said, and, and the question was put to them after playing a soundbite of cringe, saying we haven't seen any evidence of anti-Semitism. These Jewish mothers of Jewish children disagreed. I think it's very disturbing for a lot of people that people are defending terrorists. It's, I mean, Hamas and ISIS this are is the pretty same simple. thing. This is, it, it should be simple. It should be, but it's not. And that is, I think, there's fundamental American values that are just out the window right now. And I think that is the trigger for moving over. Independent voter, meaning they're leaving the Democrat Party, uh, mother of children, uh, Eliza Licht. No credible threats. Has she been on a college campus? Has she been on social media? I cannot believe that this is the report that is coming from our White House press secretary. And then shifting the focus to Islamophobia. It's, it's, we need to talk about both issues, anti-Semitism and Islamophobia, but to just completely gloss over anti-Semitism, it's, it's risen 1,200% since October 7th. It's just insane to me. Uh, the White House doesn't follow the news. And uh, there was a second mother on uh, Jewish of, uh, of Jewish children in school. Uh, I played the audio of college campuses. Hide your star of David. Hide your Jewish star. Uh, here's the, the second mother, Liza Savetsky. Not only is it rampant, but the open letters that professors are signing to continue. The professors. The professors. I mean, the, it's, it's almost anarchy, honestly. And at this point, Jewish students do not feel safe on campus, and there have been assaults that have been reported. But uh, there are no, uh, the White House has not seen any credible evidence of any issues of any kind, and she's not going to address that from the White House because... Deutschland, Deutschland, Uber alles. Some things never die. They just hibernate for a while, and they morph, and they come back. And anti-Semitism is one of those things. 
from the Socialist Workers' Party to the Democratic Socialists of America, there's a good deal of congruity there. And I've got more Democrat um, evil coming up. You want to stick around for that? Um, all right, let's go to the telephones. You know, the uh, reporters in Israel being shown the videos of the gruesome aftermath of the murders and the decapitations and the torture and the burning people alive and burning their, uh, wiring their hands behind their backs and setting their hands on fire and torturing them. And, and uh, they really need to make all of that public uh, so that the Democrats will shut up. Of course, they won't shut up, will they? Let's go to Mark calling from Frederick County. Marcus, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hello, Chris. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I just think it's I was just thinking about this earlier when you were when you were speaking. I think it's uh, crazy how that the left was wanting to condemn Kanye months and months ago for comments that he made concerning the, the Jews. And now they're wanting to cancel the Jews for defending their home country. So it's, it's just insane to me that they that that line of thinking even goes to their minds, what, what, whatever mind they have, whatever mind they have. Uh, I got to tell you, that's, you know, I hadn't even put those pieces together, and I'm grateful that you did uh, because uh, you're right, of course. And, you know, I've got a saying, Mark, that I, that I like to use. Were it not for double standards, liberals would have no standards at all, right? And Kanye was accused of making anti-Semitic remarks, and he got into all kinds of hot water uh, because— you know, they wanted to cancel him and destroy him. Kanye West, who lost fortune after anti-Semitic tirade, says he likes Jewish people again, was Forbes magazine uh, headline on this. And he got all kinds of bad press on this for a long, long time. Um, but you make a very interesting point. Now, I'm running out of time on you, Mark, but is the Democratic Party a sane party? Are they a racist party? What's the matter with them? You know, it's it's hard to tell where they 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 are. I mean, I mean, they they are. Uh, they're, they're mad. Nuts. They're nuts. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together. It's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on a sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.